Our mission is to inspire, educate, and motivate young people across the Caribbean. This is the Vision Seekers Podcast, where views collide. Founded by Amanda Webley and Shuala Richards during the COVID-19 pandemic. But VSP is more than two. We are a team dedicated to seeking out and presenting solutions to the problems that matter to you through open and honest conversations. Stay tuned. Hello, I am Ariel Simmons, VSP podcaster. This special episode will be a two-part podcast by Dominic Waite and Luke Webley. Stay tuned. Welcome to our third episode of the Vision Seekers podcast, Place Where Views Collide. I am your host, Dominic, and with me today, I have my brother and rising king, Mr. Luke Webley. The theme of today is surrounded around the topic of non-fungible tokens and the metaverse. We will look into the aspects of crypto and blockchain technology and how they all relate to the future of the Caribbean and digitalization. So Luke, in your perspective, what are your general thoughts on NFTs? All right. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and speak about this interesting topic of NFTs, the metaverse, cryptocurrency, and blockchain technology and what it means for humanity as a whole. I'm a teacher by reflex, right? So I like to explain because I feel like when you explain things very simply, it's easier for people to understand and digest and get a hold of. So throughout human history, we've had we've had times where we've jumped, we've made these shifts in the way we do things that revolutionize, you know, the way humans live. You know, going all the way back to the first man that made fire, right? He found out how to make fire, and he was like, "Oh my God, what is this? This is amazing, right?" Yes, and now uh, it changed the course of humanity, right? Yes, On a primitive level, but mm-hmm. once you understand that, you understand that you know at different points throughout history, we come to these crossroads where technology and innovation changes human life as we know it, right? For example, the Industrial Revolution, right? We went from you know riding in horse and carriages, right? to vehicles that were powered under, uh, at the time, I believe it was steam, right? We had uh, locomotives, right? That changed a lot of ways business was conducted. And, you know, there were a lot of that during that era, right? So what that, what that teaches us as human beings is if we're paying attention to the shifts in innovation and technology, mm-hmm. there's a lot of opportunity there for a lot of people everywhere and that's why i'm so excited about this era that we're living in right now it's it's both a uh exciting time to be alive and a scary time to be alive right because that is true yeah absolutely so um you know it's 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 just a wonderful time for growth if you're in position to take advantage of the opportunities that uh are, are before all of us right it doesn't matter where you come from and this is what makes this the space so beautiful right um decentralized currency uh, you know, just the, just the concept of decentralized uh, living, like like it, it, it eliminates borders. Everyone competes on a on a level playing field. Definitely. Okay. So, um, in terms of NFTs, what would you say in terms of um, how it is, and in terms of the importance of it, is very very good. Could you explain to us and break down to us more specifically? What is an NFT? So the, uh, the definition of NFT is uh, it's, a, it's an acronym for non-fungible token, right? 
And what that basically means is um, it represents a either scarce because you can have a limited supply of a, uh, of a uh, digital asset or you can have a one of one, right? Now, digital ownership, you know, as applied to economics is, is it's a wonderful, wonderful mixture of, of, of technology because um, one of the things that a lot of people have struggled with is you know, assigning value to things that's valuable to them, right? If somebody doesn't agree that something is as valuable as another group of people, then it can be very hard to quantify and to do business. So what NFT do, NFTs do essentially is assign digital ownership of digital assets. And so it keeps it, it keeps a leisure, right? Where anytime you trade a good for a service, anytime you uh, gain some assets, this transaction, it is recorded in the ledger and everybody's open source. Everybody can see it. Everybody can see what you own. And now um, what this means in the NFT space, right? Is if you're an NFT artist, for example, right? Well, I'm going to show you guys exactly what I'm talking about in a second, right? But if you're an NFT artist, for example, um, whether that's a uh, artist that draws pictures or maybe you're a digital artist, maybe you're a uh, paint, a painter, um, you know, maybe you're a, mus a musician, your art now becomes your, your, your fan, the fan base that you develop from, from doing it, from, from following your passion. The people now are able to support you and you're able to also support them, right? Because when they buy your art as an NFT, right, there's resale value associated with it. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically when it comes to music, right? If you, if you are a musician and you release an NFT album or um, an NFT song, right? Whenever you sell that NFT on any um, streaming platform, now that person gets a piece of the royalty from that song whatever percentage of that music or that album or that song that the artist put up as an nft 50 percent, let's say right now there's 50 percent of that asset that is now going to be shared with anyone who purchases it there's there's something called smart contracts built into nfts where mm. you can basically give yourself a royalty of maybe 10 percent, 20 percent. it's really up to your you know discretion how much you want to put in there. But once you set a, a percentage, no matter how many times that NFT resells, the artist still gets 10% of that sale. And the beauty about that is this, if it resells more money than it originally sold for, mm -hmm. the artist still gets a percentage of whatever it actually sold for. Now you get a percentage of whatever that person made from the sale, right? So it really gives the artist a chance to make maximum profit off of their work and it's really it's a really revolutionary technology it's going to change the world it's already changing the world as i'm about to show you now this website it says top 10 most expensive and it's ever sold to, right today so it's ordered in the least expensive to the most expensive so 10 is actually by an uh uh, a series of arts in 2000, back in 2017. So a lot of people have been on this for a long time. And that's another thing we got to talk about because this is, this is just now catching on to the masses. People were talking about this 10 years ago, NFTs. People talking about the metaverse 10 years ago. There are videos of TED Talks on YouTube right now 
of anyone discussing the metaverse and, and 3D and, you know, going into this virtual world 10 years ago, right? It's a pixelated picture. It looks kind of like a, you know, a character from, um, from um, Minecraft, right? It's not really clear. It's kind of like pixelated. But believe it or not, this piece of art sold for $4.37 million. So viewers, what you're looking at right now, this picture just made an artist $4.37 million. So here's another thing about crypto. So, and I think this is amazing, right? Save, save thousands of lives, right? This project sold on May 8th, 2021. This piece was sold at a charity auction to programmer, programmer Paul Graham. It was created by Nora Health as a means to raise money for new mothers and families in South Asia, training patients, families to take care of them after they leave the hospital, right? And this particular project, right, saved thousands of lives. As you can see, it's a collage of many, many, many pictures, small pictures in it. And this digital piece of art sold by the guys trying to do charity, a real world project, it actually sold for $5.23 million. Now, when people want, people who are, are wealthy want to actually affect change, they don't have to go through an organization like the Red Cross or, you know, any of these other, uh, I don't want to single them out, but any organization that, you know, uh, claims to help people and they like the donations and then they help the people. Now, there's no middleman. Now, if you believe in a cause and there's a project, you can invest directly into that. Uh, if you have the money to do, just help thousands of people by just purchasing one piece of art. So that's beautiful. Number eight, this, uh, this man, his name is Edward Snowden. You might not be able to see this well, but these are, this is a collage of documents. These are classified documents that were leaked by uh, uh, an individual um, known as Edward Snowden, they've been best known for leaking classified information from the NSA as a subcontractor for the CIA, but he's done a great job of bouncing back. So, you know, whether or not you agree with what he, what he did, you know, is, is, you know, it's up to you. But this man decided to make a collage of these classified documents, and he's doing it as a way to say freedom of press. You should have freedom of press, learn about things that affect the world. And, you know, of course, governments and agencies are not going to like that, you know, for, for obvious reasons. But there's a lot of people out there that support this kind of thing, right? And the, the people that are willing to do it, they're taking great personal risk to bring this information to the world. For whatever reason, they choose to make that sacrifice and they're doing so. Edwin Snowden is one of those guys. Um, but anyway, he put this collab and sold it as an NFT. And this is actually worth 5.4 million. This is another CryptoPunk piece from that series I told you came out in 2017. Um, and it just, they just got popular recently and they're selling for a lot of money now because the artist had foresight. This particular piece sold for 5.59 million, right? It's the CryptoPunk number 51, I'm sorry, 5217. Right. It's just an ape with a knitted hat and a gold chain is worth $5.59 million. Here's a, uh, another artist that um, has gained a lot of notoriety, notoriety in recent years. His name is Beeple. So he did this piece entitled Oceanfront. All right. And then, as you can see, it has like a tree, it has some power lines. It has something that looks like a connex. 
trailer and it's sitting on it's sitting on stilts on the ocean as you can see there's a little boat right here there's a buoy right here and this piece of art sold for six million dollars in nft it's the same artist people this this piece of art is is, is a uh it's a video so so look at this right this is a video it's a video it's not just a picture this nft but it's just a video of people walking past a in the background naked individual and he has insults written all over his body so there's loser fat s-i-h s-i-s-h-i-t um you know a couple other things on there a couple of explicits right all these insults and then he's laying in like a garden or some of some kind and people are just walking by him in this nft that short clip that video of people walking by this individual that's laying on the ground with insults all over his body um it sold for 6.6 million dollars so this is real world money we're, we're talking about here in this space people are making money in this space actively so this is far out like the metaverse the metaverse is a far a farther out project and we'll, we'll come to that in a minute but this nft space is is active now there are people making millions of dollars right now so mm -hmm. people are just coming online and just finding about finding out about nfts you know we're not i want the train is still in the station so to speak right the train is still in the station it hasn't left you, mm -hmm. you can still come in and utilize the technology and and, and find your niche and maybe make a very, very good profit off of your work. As long as you have vision and, and you're motivated, you can find a way to make this 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 technology work for you in some way, shape, or form. Not to go here, definitely, but... All right. Um, welcome to our third episode of the Vision Seekers podcast, place where views collide. I am your host, Dominic, and with me today, I have my brother and rising king, Mr. Luke Webley. The theme of today is surrounded around the topic of non-fungible tokens and the metaverse. We will look into the aspects of crypto and blockchain technology and all and how they all relate to the future of the Caribbean and digitalization. So Luke, in your perspective, what are your general thoughts on NFTs? All right. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and speak about this interesting topic of NFTs, the metaverse, cryptocurrency, and blockchain technology, and what it means for humanity as a whole. Um, so, you know, diving right into it. Um, before I, so I'm a teacher by reflex, right? So I like to explain because I feel like when you explain things very simply, it's easier for people to understand and digest and get a hold of. So throughout human history, we've had we've had times where we've jumped, we've made these shifts in the way we do things that revolutionize you know, the way humans live. You know, going all the way back to the first man that made fire, right? You find out how to make fire, and he was like, "Oh my God, what is this? This is amazing, right?" Yes. And now uh, it changed the course of humanity, right? Yes. On a primitive level, but mm -hmm. once you understand that, you understand that you know at different points throughout history, we come to these crossroads where technology and innovation changes human life as we know it, right? For example, the Industrial Revolution, right? We went from you know riding in horse and carriages, right? to vehicles that were powered under, uh, at the time, I believe it was steam, right? 
We had uh, locomotives, right? That changed a lot of ways business was conducted. And, you know, there were a lot of people that during that era, right? So what that, what that teaches us as human beings is if we're paying attention to the shifts in innovation and technology, Mm-hmm. There's a lot of opportunity there for a lot of people everywhere. And that's why I'm so excited about this era that we're living in right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's both an uh, exciting time to be alive and a scary time to be alive, right? Because, that is true. You know, um, is true. go ahead. No, that is, no, that is true. You're, you're right. You may continue. Yes, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just a, a wonderful time for growth, if you're in position to take advantage of the opportunities that uh, are, are before all of us, right? It doesn't matter where you come from, and this is what makes this, this space so beautiful, right? Um, decentralized currency, uh, you know, just the, just the concept of decentralized uh, living, like life, it, 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 it eliminates borders. Everyone competes on a, on a level playing field with fairness as a uh, as a uh, perimeter, right? So, um, ask me a specific question because I'll just ramble on. I'm sorry, just guide me through, and I'll go ahead and just and speak on these things. Definitely. Okay. So, um, in terms of NFTs, definitely. Um, in terms of it, um, what would you say? Um, definitely your insight in terms of um, how it is and in terms of the importance of it is very, very good. Could you explain to us and break down to us more specifically what is an NFT and um, what is an NFT? Okay. So the, uh, the definition of NFT is uh, it's a, it's an acronym for non-fungible token, right? And what that basically means is um, it represents a either scarce, because you can have a limited supply of a, uh, of a uh, digital asset, or you can have a one-of-one, right? Now, digital ownership, you know, as applied to economics is, is it's a wonderful, wonderful mixture of, uh, of technology because um, one of the things that a lot of people have struggled with is you know, assigning value to things that's valuable to them, right? If somebody doesn't agree that something is as valuable as another group of people, then it can be very hard to quantify and to do business. So what NFT do, NFTs do essentially is assign digital ownership of digital assets. And so it keeps it, it keeps a leisure, right? Where Anytime you trade a good for a service, anytime you uh, gain some assets, this transaction, mm-hmm. it is recorded in the ledger and everybody's open source. Everybody can see it. Everybody can see what you own. And now um, what this means in the NFT space, right? Is if you're an NFT artist, for example, right? Well, I'm gonna show you guys exactly what I'm talking about in a second, right? But if you're an NFT artist, for example, um, whether that's a, uh, artist that draws pictures or maybe you're a digital artist, maybe you're a paint, a painter, um, you know, maybe you're a, mus- a musician, right? is your art 
now becomes your, your, your fan, the fan base that you develop from, from doing it, from, from following your passion, the people now are able to support you and you're able to also support them, right? Because when they buy your art as an NFT, right, there's resale value associated with it. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically when it comes to music, right? If you, if you are a musician and you release an NFT album or um, an NFT song, right? Whenever you sell that NFT, anyone who buys it now on any um, streaming platform, now that person gets a piece of the royalty from that song. Whatever percentage of that music or that album or that song that the artist put up as an NFT, 50%, let's say, right? Now there's 50% of that asset that is now gonna be shared with anyone who purchases it and who owns it. And if anytime that person resells it, right? Now they get the, the, the artist because there's, there's something called smart contracts built into NFTs where mm. you can basically give yourself a royalty of maybe 10%, 20%. It's really up to your you know, discretion how much you wanna put in there. But once you set a, a percentage, no matter how many times an NFT resells, the artist still gets 10% of that sale. And the beauty about that is this, if it resells more money than it originally sold for, mm -hmm. the artist still gets a percentage of whatever it actually sold for. Somebody for what they paid for it, now you get a percentage of whatever that person made from the set. Right, so it really gives the artist a chance to make maximum profit off of their work. And it's really, it's a really revolutionary technology. It's gonna change the world. It's already changing the world. As I'm about to show you now, mm -hmm. let me show you first hand here. It's gonna be edited out because what I'm gonna get ready, what I'm getting ready to do, I'm gonna move the camera a little closer. You're only gonna be able to hear my voice as I show the viewers this. Okay, let me set this up here so that you guys can see. And Dominic, you can tell me, you can tell me when I got it at a good angle. Uh, oh, sorry. How's that? Uh, it seems good, definitely. That's good? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you could go ahead and play, yes. All right. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. So this website, it says top 10 most expensive and it's ever sold to, right today. So it's ordered in the least expensive to the most expensive. So 10 is actually by an, uh, uh, a series of arts in 2000, back in 2017. So a lot of people have been on this for a long time. And that's another thing we gotta talk because this is, this is just now catching on to the masses. People were talking about this 10 years ago, NFTs. People talking about the metaverse 10 years ago. There are videos of TED Talks on YouTube right now of people discussing the metaverse and, and 3D and you know going into this virtual world 10 years ago. So it really stands to, to show that you know can really capitalize um, off of waves of technology.
here right it's a pixelated picture it looks kind of like a you know a character from um from um, minecraft right it's not really clear it's kind of like pixelated but believe it or not this piece of art sold for okay wait, hold on. Okay. This one here, right? This is CryptoPunk. No, that's number 10. It sold for $4.37 million. So viewers, what you're looking at right now, this picture just made an artist $4.37 million. Okay. Now, here's another one. And the beauty, oh, here's another thing about crypto. So, and I think this is amazing, right? Save, save thousands of lives, right? This project, right? Uh, by people who believed in what they were doing, right? And so this is what they did. Sold on May 8th, 2021, this piece was sold at a charity auction to programmer, programmer Paul Graham. It was created by Nora Health as a means to raise money for new mothers and families in South Asia, training patients, families to take care of them after they leave the hospital, right? And so, so even real world projects, right? You can turn into NFTs and then you can sell the NFTs. And then this particular project, right? Save thousands of lives. As you can see, it's a collage of many, many, many pictures, small pictures in it. And this digital piece of art sold by the guys trying to do charity, a real world project, it actually sold for $5.23 million, right? So this is this is good for two reasons, right? Uh, now, when people want people who are, are wealthy want to actually affect change, they don't have to go through an organization like the Red Cross or you know any of these other. Uh, I don't want to single them out, but any organization that you know uh, claims to help people that are in need and they like the donations and then they help the people. Now there's no middleman. Now, if you believe in a cause and there's a project, you can invest directly into that. Uh, if you have the money to do, so, just help thousands of people by just purchasing one piece of art, okay? So that's beautiful. Um, that one was actually number nine. All right, number eight, this, uh, this man, his name is Edward Snowden. He might not be able to see this well, but these are, this is a collage of documents. These are classified documents that were leaked by uh, uh, an individual um, known as Edward Snowden, right? Uh, um, real quick, it says, um, Edward Snowden may have been best known for leaking classified information from the NSA as a subcontractor for the CIA, but he's done a great job of bouncing back. So, you know, whether or not you agree with what he, what he did, you know, is is you know, it's up to you. But this man decided to make a collage of these classified documents, and he's doing it as a way to say freedom of press. We should have freedom of press. You know, we should be able to learn about things that affect the world. And you know, of course, governments and agencies are not going to like that. You know, for for obvious reasons. But there's a lot of people out there that support this kind of thing. Right, and the, the people that are willing to do it, they're taking great personal risk to bring this information to the world. 
for whatever reason they choose to make that sacrifice and they're doing so. Edwin Snowden is one of those guys. Um, but anyway, he put this collab and sold it as an NFT. And this particular is actually worth 5.4 million. The same artist, people, again, uh, this, this piece of art is, is, is a, uh, it's a video. It's not just a picture, this NFT. But it's just a video of people walking past a, in the background, naked individual, and he has insults written all over his body. So there's loser, fat, S-I-H-S-I-S-H-I-T, um, you know, a couple other things on there, a couple of explicits, right? All these insults. And then he's laying in like a garden or some, of some kind, and people are just walking by him in this NFT. That NFT, believe it or not, that short clip, that video of people walking by this individual that's laying on the ground with insults and all over his body, um, it sold for $6.6 million. So this is real world money we're, we're talking about here. In this space, people are making money in this space actively. So this is far out like the metaverse. The metaverse is a far a farther out project and we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. But this NFT space is, is active now. There are people making millions of dollars right now. So people are just coming online and just finding about finding out about NFTs. You know, we're not, I want, the train is still in the station, so to speak, right? The train is still in the station, it hasn't left yet. You can still come in and utilize the technology and, and, and find your niche and maybe make a very, very good profit off of your work. As long as you have vision and, and you're motivated, you can find a way to make this 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 technology work for you in some way, shape, or form. Definitely. Oh, sorry, not to go you, but in terms of business, and as you were mentioning, definitely, um, even when you think about it in the Caribbean space, um, we can think about um, when people are doing um, enterprises and 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 undergoing um, business operations. It's a very good thing to go into and um for for the for the development of the caribbean and everything people can find their own niche as you're mentioning find their own specific way of how to do their thing and to make some money from definitely this and to profit um really out of this so it's something good that us as caribbean people should get into definitely based on what you're saying it's, it's very interesting. Let me put it in perspective for you guys, and, and so that anybody that's listening to the sound of my voice can really understand what it, what is it, what it is I'm really trying to say. The technology of NFT can solve all our problems as, as human beings if we come together and we work together and we we support each other. Right? We now have an opportunity to solve our human problems, whether that's hunger, whether that's homelessness. Right, whether that's alcohol abuse, I don't care what it is. To raise money, right, amongst ourselves to support the cause that we, the causes that we think is important, because that's, you know, are massive, right. And at the same time, as we're helping, we profit. And so this is this is revolutionary in so many ways. And I just want to run through these so I can get to some other aspects of the space and you know, dealing with crypto and NFTs. So this is number four, CryptoPunk again, all right? One of the series, this one's zero four. This one sold for $7.6 million. So we've been going up on price as we go down, right? Um, as it's just, a, it's just a guy, he has a hat, he has a pipe pixelated and that's it, right? A little uh, smoke puffs coming out of his pipe. 
and it's worth $7.6 million. Here's another CryptoPunks. Is that number four, three, and two as the highest grossing uh, NFTs? Same, same series of artwork. Uh, so number two is CryptoPunk again, number 7523. And this one sold for, <laughs> like just looking at these numbers, it's, it's almost unbelievable even for me to, to to just think that this picture, this thing is worth $11.75 million. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. It's mind blowing is what it is. Number one is from the artist called Beeple. Now this one's interesting to me because you know, artists are always striving to create art, but to also live art, right? Beeple is one of those artists that's also trying to live art, not just create art, but live his art. So again, you know, this is a very popular style of the collage of work, right? Or pictures or what have you. This particular one, 1.5 billion, that's number two, right? He co-founded co Coinbase, which is an, ex an exchange, one of the largest uh, US crypto exchange by trading volume and owns 19% of the company. He is estimated, his estimated net worth is $11.5 billion. Uh, Chris Larson, Larson is the co-founder and chairman of crypto payment protocol called Ripple, right? Ripple coin, you might, you might have heard of this if you're into crypto already. And um, he's a crypto billionaire uh, featured on the last year's Forbes richest list. So he made the Forbes list, this, this guy, Chris. He made $6 billion, so $6 billion for Chris, right? So four and five, Cameron, and Tyler, right? They are known, I think they're brothers, they're known for their investments in the beginnings of Facebook. The Winklevoss twins, as they're called, right? Are the co-founders of crypto exchange called Gemini. They're each worth an estimated $4.3 billion. Another guy, Fred Ermsam, right? Let's see, he made 3.5 billion. He's the co-founder of Coinbase as well. Right, which is a which is a an exchange that you can go purchase crypto on once you sign up for it. Number seven, his name is Jed McCallop. Right, he made three billion. Right, and he started. He's a co-founder of Ripple and another one called Stellar, and he's responsible for launching something called Mount Gox, which was the first major Bitcoin exchange. So back in the day, you know. Up a few years ago, he was doing this. He was working, he was busy working early in the space. And this is what I'm saying. Whenever you're early into this kind of technology, this should make all of us pay attention is what I'm saying. We need to pay attention because these guys got in on it early. They were working on this stuff years ago. They were able to come in and set up businesses that are now going to power parts of this technology, these exchanges where people can go and actually purchase the cryptocurrency and exchange the cryptocurrency, right? From, from coin to coin. They got in early and they created these, these entities and now they reap the benefits and they will continue to reap the benefits for as long as they live and their children and their children's children's children are probably never gonna have to work again. This is the kind of money we're talking about. Because remember, mm -hmm. this guy that's a $22 billion man, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Sam Bankman, he made, he made uh, the jump from, from uh, 2020 to 2021. That's when he made all this money. And he's 29. 
So he's not even done yet. He's nowhere close to being done. So let's think about that for a second, right? If he can do that in a year, what is he going to do in 10, 20, right? We're talking about ultra wealth, the kind of wealth and opulence that we cannot really even begin to amend. If you position yourself in a position like he did, and a lot of the other people that I've, I've talked about so far have done, they were able to get in position early and now they're reaping the benefits of being in position early. Um, they're, they're, they're reaping the, uh, the financial benefits of doing that, you know, having their ear to the streets, so to speak. All right, moving on. Um, okay, so those are just some examples, right? This is entitled The Seven Crypto Billionaires yes. That Made the for 2021. Richest Americans, right? Go ahead. This is really informative. Thinking about it, as you mentioned, these people were able to really position themselves and to start working from early to develop a way to take advantage of a technology that they knew would be relevant in 5, 10, 15 years down the road. And for them to be so young, in the example of Sam Bankman, Fred, he was, he's 29. And if he were able, if he was able to take advantage of investing in cryptocurrencies, and ultimately with the whole NFTs and all, everything is um, closely linked. I can expect to hear things about him in terms of investing more into NFTs because it will become the norm. Even though I know, I know of him and I know that he is a crypto billionaire. And I think it's something that we as people, as Caribbean citizens should look into and um, to take advantage of. It's really informative. It's really something to look into as a potential way. Hello, Ariel Simmons here. You have just listened to part one of Vision Seekers podcast episode, NFTs and Metaverse. Stay tuned for part two. It's coming soon. This has been an episode of the Vision Seekers podcast. Together, we can create a society that benefits us all. Send us an email at thevisionseekers.podcast at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube and Instagram at the Vision Seekers podcast. And follow us on Twitter at Vision Seekers JA. We look forward to hearing from you.